Welcome to the Physics Buzz Podcast. I'm Calico Field. You may have heard last week that a group of scientists at CERN, the European Particle Physics Laboratory and home to the Large Hadron Collider, announced that they had recorded neutrinos, a peculiar little subatomic particle, moving faster than the speed of light. Even if you know almost nothing about physics, you probably know that one of the pillars of modern physics is that nothing can go faster than the speed of light. So if these results are verified, it would require a rewrite of everything we think we know about how the universe works. So you can understand why people are a little skeptical. Now, I don't want to break down the whole story for you, but I want to give you a little background information. Let me first tell you that it is possible to travel faster than the speed of light. It just depends on where you are, or more precisely, what you are in. If you tried to run underwater, you wouldn't get very far very fast, because the water slows you down, it creates more drag than just air. Well, light, consisting of particles called photons, has a similar experience. It moves slower in water, so the speed of light in water is slower than the speed of light in air. It's not so slow that you or I could see a difference, but it is slow enough that fast-moving particles can, in fact, travel faster than photons. So why, then, do we say that nothing can travel faster than the speed of light? Well, what we mean is that nothing can travel faster than the speed of light in a vacuum. That bit on the end usually gets left off. A vacuum is a section of space free and clear of anything, or at least anything we consider stuff here on Earth. No air, no water, no interstellar gas. If you can help it, not even stray atoms and molecules. That's a vacuum. Most of outer space is a vacuum, and in that environment, with nothing to slow the light down or redirect it or block it, nothing can travel faster than light. This rule about nothing going faster than the speed of light is enforced in our universe even in the most peculiar circumstances. Consider this theoretical scenario, which is often called the twin paradox. On Earth, there are two sisters. Let's say they're around 30 years old. One of them becomes an interstellar traveler, hops aboard her ship, and heads off into the galaxy. She travels at nearly the speed of light. This is totally theoretical. She travels for one year. Then she turns around and heads home, arriving by her watch two years after she left. But when she returns, she finds that her twin sister is an old woman. She's had children and grandchildren. On Earth, the space traveler had been gone for decades, not two years. This scenario is theoretical, but it illustrates a real principle called time dilation. The twin sisters lived in two different reference frames. When you travel at the speed of light, time in your reference frame goes slower as seen by the other reference frame. So if the sister on the ground, on Earth, could have looked into the window of the spaceship as it traveled across the galaxy, she would have seen her sister moving so slowly as to appear frozen. Conversely, the sister in the spaceship looking down on Earth would have seen life zipping by, her friends and family aging before her eyes, 
The construction of buildings, normally a project taking years, would happen in a matter of minutes. Everything would appear to move faster. So wouldn't light also appear to move faster? As the twin in the spaceship looks down on Earth and sees life moving along rapidly, shouldn't she also see photons, normally traveling at the top speed of light, travel faster than that? The answer is no. Even with everything else sped up, the speed of light never goes above the speed of light in a vacuum. Einstein's work showed mathematically that nothing could ever go faster than the speed of light. Since then, scientists have found ways to confirm his theories experimentally. Without relativity and its cap on the speed of objects, most of our modern technologies like GPS and cell phones would not work. So you can see why these new results are going to require some thorough analysis before we take them as truth. The next step is for other experiments to try to perform the same experiment and see if the results match. If they don't, there's still likely something very interesting to be learned here. If they do, well, then we've got a lot to think about. That's all for the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Cala Cofield. You can find more podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, resources, and so much more at physicscentral.com. Tune in next week for more Physics Buzz.